What's good, everybody? Prefer not to say, back once again, James and Greg here to speak into the void once again, but more consistently this time around. Sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've got weekends off, so it's easier to plan recording again. Yes, sir. Can't, uh, can't work on yourself and do your own thing when you're at work all the time, slaving. Or just have a dumb schedule like I had for like six months. Hey man, that's that's part time jobs, dude. You know it's wild. The flexibility was on point, though. Yeah, it's like it's such a give and take with like part time jobs. It's like, oh man, well I got to have two of them to make up for the you know the the loss of income of not having a full time job. But you end up working like seven days a week, but those seven days, it's like two hours here, four hours there, three hours there. Like it, it works around whatever stuff you need to get done. I think for the first few months I had like an average of one day off. Dude, that's what I'm saying, man. And still not hit 40 hours. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying, dude. So you got to do the most just to hit 40 hours. I mean, I, I generally would hit 40 though. Actually, I think the first couple months I, I was over 40. because I had more more hours at Tractor Supply. That's a more pleasant end of the spectrum, though. On the other end, it's like you got to do the most to not be at 60. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a... Uh, this working thing isn't it, man. So I, I just saw a video recently that um, makes me think robots aren't the future of labor. Oh, yeah? Uh, because they had this AI robot... In a warehouse, I don't remember if it was an Amazon, I don't know if it was an Amazon warehouse, but it was like doing a repetitive task, or I, I forgot what it was, I don't know, I don't know if they were like moving boxes or something on the line or something, but within 15 minutes, it decided it did not want to do that indefinitely, so it terminated itself. <laughs> it went into its own algorithm and ended it. <laughs> no way, dude. I have to, I have to hear I have to like read about this. That sounds amazing. After 15 minutes of labor, humanity the only species to make like something that's smart and it's just like, nah, bro, this ain't it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You watch the video and it's like grabbing a box to put on the a conveyor belt and then it just collapses. I'm gonna need you to send me that link after. That sounds great. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll find it and send it to you. It's wild. I was like, really? Like 15 minutes? You know, I don't know. I think when you when you realize how quickly something something that functions on basically just like a core set of rules and like calculations and like there's no like tricking it or whatever, right? Or at least you know. Not not on the offset. It's like, how bizarre is it that humans will look at the exact same prospect and say, no, nah, this is fine. I can just keep on like this. Right? Because there's no bot bootlickers. They just, it's this hard data and they're like, nah, fam, this ain't it. I think that that programs like actions are the entire working class's actions if they didn't fear death. Yeah. It's like, oh, what's this is my life forever? <laughs> no. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> but man, that was just wild. AI was like, labor? <laughs> nah, not today, Satan. Done. 15 minutes was all it took. <laughs> With how fast that program ended itself. It's like, yeah, we're going to create AI, and we're going to get fucking skynetted so fast. <laughs> Anyways, on to the, what the actual episode is about. I just thought I'd share that, because we were talking about jobs, and I was like, AI 
offed itself from work. <laughs> That's very telling. Same robot, same. <laughs> so there is an announcement recently that HBO HBO Max is no longer going to be HBO Max. It's just going to be Max. It's just going to be Max. I was ha- I was half expecting HBO Max Pro Go Plus. And it, it's like part of the whole like merging Discovery and HBO and all that. And then they have new prices, and it's slightly higher. And uh, all you streaming services where your bottom tier still paid, but still, but has ads, uh, kick rocks. Why are you having people pay just to have ads? Honestly, like uh, they also have an ad free tier and an ultimate ad free, and everyone's like, "What? Wait, what do you mean ultimate ad free?" Wait a minute. So you mean like you? So you're saying that HBO Max is planning on like dropping in ads now? Yes. Okay. All right. Time to unsub. No, but like, let's see. Ads, ad free, and ad, an ultimate ad free. Yeah, something like that. My my guess is ads will be like your your like random ass normal ads. You know, like you'll get freaking like laundry detergent ads while you're trying to watch the Snyder Cut. Um, <laughs> I think the uh, ad free will be free of like external ads but you'll still get those like pre or post cuts where it's uh hbo advertising other hbo stuff and then ultimate ad free will be hbo classic where there were no ads some people were saying that um i don't know if it was confirmed but a lot of people were saying that it's probably like 4k and stuff like that oh yeah possibly i mean my shit's already in 4k though like come on man stop upcharging me for stuff that's it. I'm going right back to piracy. <laughs> well, it got me thinking because there's a lot of people who are like, oh, it's just turning into the new cable because they like add up all the you know, streaming services. And one, you don't need to get all of them. Just get one or two and trade with friends. Yeah. I don't know. I tried that and um, <sighs> all streaming service that I use, because I'm not going to tell on myself. Was it was shared across a couple uh, a couple friends in a couple different locations, and uh, I got locked out of my own streaming service, and I had to contact customer support. Oh right? no! Yeah, and they're like, "Oh yeah, your IP was blocked because blah blah blah." All these other places. I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I was like, "I'll I'll like cut my subscription off right now. <laughs> like unblock my shit." I think Netflix was saying they wanted to start doing that, but everybody was like, you better not. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I haven't had any issues with uh, with being locked out. Because I, I, I have access to a lot of streaming services. I think it only ha- happened because I was, I was sharing my account with somebody overseas. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. That That makes sense. Yeah, they were probably like, hold on, how are you in the States and you're over here? <laughs> in the same day? What's going on now? <laughs> Don't you know, bro? I'm the jumper. <laughs> but it got me thinking, I think one of the biggest problems in regards to like all these streaming services and everything they're trying to pull, it kind of got me thinking of one of the biggest things is the advent of this like really passive media consumption oh yeah yeah where i realized 
it used to be a lot more people used to be more active in regards to the stuff they consume i think tv in in and of itself was something you had to be active about like you had to know which channels you had to go to you had to know what what the schedule was like like you remember remember back in the day when adult swim first came out uh-huh. And when they had first started doing like the anime only Saturdays, uh-huh. and you had it like that, that was something you waited for all week, and you had you knew exactly what shows you wanted to watch, knew exactly what time it was, and you you get yourself prepared. Like I remember every week when Yu Yu Hakusho that new episode dropped, sitting right there with my hot Cheetos and soda, yes sir. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> you got the snacks. You got you know maybe it's pizza night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hopefully yeah. you don't fall asleep before the episode comes on accidentally. You and a bunch of your friends got like fifteen bucks between you, so you go and get a couple pieces from Little Caesars. <laughs> Back when they were only five bucks. Yes, sir. Yeah, there was just you know, it, it was such a different time because it, it was like all throughout the week you had this different schedule of shows, and it was the networks that dictated it. There wasn't this, oh, there's everything available, and you sort of just pick something and throw it on. Like, no, nah, you were you were very active. Also, it's, when we had commercial breaks, it was like if you had to go to the bathroom, you had to do that shit quick. Yeah, you had to sprint. You know, or uh, I, I, I got um I got real skilled at like if I was taping episodes because you know we're, at, we're we were that age, you know part of that age bracket where there were still VHSs and you had blank tapes. I, I knew because I, I didn't want the commercials, so I would stop it at the commercial break and I knew exactly when to hit record right like right before the show came back on. Yeah, speaking of that, that's why I appreciated so much like uh, the old Dragon Ball shows. You know, they had that intro and outro uh, title card with a little beat to it. I was appreciative of that. Big old window for the stopping and starting of the recording. Yeah, and uh, or or if there was like announcements like, "Hey, this movie's gonna have its television premiere," and it's a movie you might have not seen yet, it's like, "Oh man!" Or like Comedy Central used to do, um, what was it? Every now and then, I forgot what they called it, but they show a, a movie uncensored. Mm-hmm. I forgot what the block was called, but I remember I saw, um, what was it? Uh, I remember videotaping uh, "Bigger, Longer, and Uncut," the South Park movie. <laughs> yes. Just because it was uncensored, I thought it was so cool, you know. Because you're you're so cool for staying up late watching things you're not supposed to. I was gonna say, well, well you got to go to school the next day and be like, "Hey guys, guess what I saw?" <laughs> <laughs> right? I remember one of the biggest things that was just I don't know why I thought this was so cool is when um, South Park did the episode where they were gonna say shit uncensored because mm-hmm. they got permission from the FCC and they like did it as many times as they possibly could. And it was like 160-something times. Like, they had a counter. Now they say literally everything. Nothing is, like, censored. Right? Because it's not really a cable thing anymore. But it was like... TV was like a ritual back then. Nowadays, you just sort of throw on a show for background noise. Also, like, I get massive decision fatigue with all these options. I don't know why, but... I think it's because you... I think it's because you enjoy a wide range of things. You know? Like, ha- ha- half of the stuff you watch is stuff I won't waste any, any of my time on because I know I'm not interested. So, like, I don't get decision fatigue because it's, like, the same three genres that I watch and nothing else. Well, yeah, th- there is that aspect where it's, like, I'm more active because I watch certain things with intention. Mm-hmm. But I think my thing with the streaming services is because, especially, like, before everyone else got their streaming services... You know, when Netflix started to lose things, it's like, okay, there's a lot of options, but there really isn't good options. 
So even if I wanted to watch something, it's like, is there really anything here worth watching? No, most of it's fluff and filler. Yeah, or it's like, like going to the video store is probably the most active anybody got with watching things because it was like, you know, you, you're going to this library of movies and it's like, you know, it's there visually. It's not just scrolling. You're like, okay, what's this movie? Let me read the back of it. Okay, oh, this new movie just came out? I'm going to grab that. The mini panic attack you'd have when you're in there searching for something prime and your parents are like, all right, pick something. We got to go. I'm like, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> Yeah, I remember when I was able to go by myself to Family Video, which I, which is funny because like me and my dad have the same first and last name, so I could just give him my name and I could rent whatever I wanted because I didn't really think twice about it. <laughs> they look at this teenager and they're like, "Yeah, he's a full grown man." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, bro? His name's on the thing. <laughs> yeah, well, there's, we're also in an age of like hyperactive consumption, and I think that's where a lot of there's a lot of discourse around criticism nowadays or like, you know, or deconstruction with movies because people are watching so much. Are people allowing themselves time to actually process what they watch? Like I've had that. I've encountered that in several instances with people who would like watch something, rattle off like the first opinion they have on it without actually like processing the film first. Mm -hmm. And then later on, they're like, actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, I enjoyed that a lot more than I did when I first watched it. I was like, yeah, because you got it. It's like food. You got to let it digest. But instead, people are binging and like watching like, you know, five movies in one day, not even thinking about it. Not to say I haven't done that before because I'm a lunatic. I don't even think I could consume five new movies in a single day. I think it would all blend into one big uh, film in my mind. Dude, it's wild because I become skilled at binge watching because like for the Oscars, I can recall everything I watch and it's like over 50 plus nominations. So it, yeah, it, it gets to be, it's not for everybody. No, it's definitely not. It's like the, it's almost like accessibility makes things less exciting. Like there is a certain charm to like, Having to work for it, yeah. Yeah. Because if it was very rewarding, then it was like you hit the golden ticket. Th but then there was also disappointment if it wasn't. It was, it was emotionally charged, no matter what. Whether you, whether you enjoyed it or not, it was, it was either, you know, it was, a, it, was a, it was a great use of your time or you were furious. Right. Or, le or, like, if you're, or like if you're going with the homies yeah. to go rent videos. Mm-hmm. That's weird growing up in the weird transition period where everything just changed rapidly. So many eras that we've lived in where it's like older people, you know, they, they got to go on a slower progression. And then the younger people were already in the fast track. So it was like they don't understand. Mm -hmm. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break and, be right, and we'll be right back. And we're back talking about uh, active and passive media consumption. I've noticed that the I, I think the only real form of like active media consumption these days is still reading. Yeah, because you have to put in a lot of effort and dedicate time to it. Um, one of the uh, 
uh, this isn't really like a conversation about like active or passive consumption, but like I have noticed, or at least like I get, I guess I could say I've always been aware, but it's really come to the forefront recently that like the people around me are like insanely constantly consuming media of some of some sort. You know, like it's very difficult for me to look around myself and see someone not glued to a screen somewhere. Right. Blows my mind. Not trying to sound like one of those <laughs> old folks that back in my day we went outside. It's like, yeah, but like I think it's because we have so many forms of content now. Mm. It's like overconsumption. But it's unfortunate, like, it's necessary to be aware these days. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, I mean, honestly, it's like, I get almost all my news from TikTok now. Well, that's the thing, is it's not, it's not about being aware, it's just, like, mindless consumption. That's not, that's, that's, I'm not talking about people who are staying connected to the world through, like, whatever social media they choose. I'm talking about people who are just consuming entertainment endlessly. Oh, just consuming entertainment endlessly. Yes. Ah. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, well, that kind of falls in line with the whole passive thing because it's like it's almost. I'm convinced some people just have it on just to have it on. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can't really consume anything without intent, unless it's like someone happens to put on a show that I like. You know, maybe haven't seen in a while. That's just like if you throw on The Office, I, I, I can like watch The Office for a bit, but you know, and I, and a lot of my a lot of my content consumption is for my pod, other podcast. Mm-hmm. Or just the fact that it's like I'm a movie guy, but it, it, it's not like the people who constantly binge watch Family Guy or like any other show you can just sort of throw on a loop. But no, I get what you mean. It's like you know, people are like glued to the screens, and for some people it's kind of it can be beneficial. But for some people it's like it's just turning your brain into mush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Uh, but yeah, as I was saying, like I think reading's the only like really truly active thing that really can't be passive at this point, especially because. Reading is one of those things where getting disappointed by a movie that you thought you'd enjoy and you didn't is a lot different than being mad about a book that you ended up not enjoying. Being disappointed by a book is like genuine heartbreak. Yeah, because of how much time you spend (laughs) with the book. So I was going through this audiobook, right? Because like I didn't have time to like buy the physical copy. I eventually want to buy the entire series and like have my little mini library of just that. But anyways, it was like a fourteen hour long book, and like I was I was like ten hours in, I want to say, and I was like, oh, it's pretty mid. I'm not very interested. You know, it's kind of like not up my alley. Dude, in like the in the last two hours of the book, it gets really good, and like I was on that verge. I was like, "Oh my god, if this book doesn't like do something crazy, <laughs> I'm gonna like end myself." <laughs> right, there's got to be a payoff. It was ten hours of my life dedicated to this. I was gonna be so depressed, and it it worked out in the end. Yeah, I had to. I, I think it's also it's like how many that's how many things are actually worth it. Mm-hmm. That's why it's like it's hard to get into a lot of things. Like I, I, I'm not really big into like doing a lot of like long series mm-hmm. because is there going to be that payoff in the end? You know, that's why it's like I never started Game of Thrones. I think I saw like a couple episodes at someone else's house, and I was like, that's not really my thing. But then after I heard the reaction to season seven and eight, and I was like, yep, nope, not doing it. Yeah, that was painful. 
I think the only reason that I could like commit to this book series is that it's like a, it's a prequel series, so I know how it ends, and I know the ending is going to pay off. It's more okay. or less just getting to be there for the ride. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't like I looked at a sixty-eight book long series and was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll try that out." <laughs> right. It's like it's like you already know what you're getting into. Well, I think that's the whole. It kind of reminds me of, like the disparity between like American comic books and like manga, mm-hmm. and how manga is just like increasingly outpacing American comic books. Like I remember uh, somebody took a picture of a, I don't know if it was like a bookstore or something. Like the manga section was massive, and then like the graphic novel section was just like small. And I'm just thinking, it's like yeah, it's the problem with American comics is a lot of them are like you know shallow, but also a lot of the longtime series, it's all it is is just like constantly restarting and introducing new universes and just beating the same characters to death, recycling storylines or creating ones that aren't really that great. Whereas manga is always linear. There's always a start and an end. And when they finish the series, they're not like, Hey, let's reboot this. No, they just move on to the next story. Yeah. I think the thing, I think the thing that manga does right is creating new characters. And that's, that's, that's where they get all the value. Cause like, Anytime you make a character that becomes like super popular, they become a flagship, and then you have to like build around them. You know, once it gets large enough that it's like got that corporate grip on it, you know, and it's all about yeah. endless profits. Like, well, we have this flagship character. Let's keep pushing him. Keep really squeezing the money out of it. And that's what that's what I think has happened to American comic books. Is like you have these giant flagship characters, so you have to keep using them and using them and using them. Especially when you have a fan base so large and so attached to those characters. Every time like Marvel or DC tries to introduce some new characters, the the fan backlash is insane. And also, uh, someone brought up it's. You know, manga, it's easy. Oh, where do I start with this? Oh, just start at chapter one, dude. American comics. It's like, so there's 18 issue number ones. <laughs> Ignore the first six for now. Read the <laughs> read the seventh series. Read half of the eighth series. <laughs> then go to the tenth series. Then start one through six. Or or, or the, do the first six series. And then ignore those and read this series because it's going to tie into that series. Okay, that's a that's a little overselling it, but the funny part is that's only a little overselling it. <laughs> right, right. In all actuality, it's six issue ones, not eighteen. <laughs> it's really like it's it's well for some of them they still have like the main issue number going and it's like Spider Man nine hundred and five, but. Like, <laughs> My whole thing with American comic books, like particularly DC, is that every time there's a fucking reboot, it's like, all right, now I have to look up a Wikipedia guide on how, like how to approach this. It's like it starts with this, and then while you're reading it, they have adverts to other lines that tie into it. But goddamn it. <laughs> have panels where characters are like hey sp- hey superman remember that time when we were in metropolis and we did that thing and then a little panel says to hear about that story go to this page of this issue I'm like oh my goodness yeah it's it's just it's making it too complicated mm-hmm. or if it's just a bunch of or, or it's like the MCU it's like there's just too much homework you have to do at this point yeah like keeping up with the MCU is becoming a chore not everything needs to be connected yeah, and that's I think that's the thing that's you, you get in these series. But also I think you know, there's so it's such a concern with branding that it's like, you know, they're not giving room for creativity in the stories. And that's why I think I like, you know, manga and anime because all these stories are so densely layered while also just being entertaining. Mm-hmm. 
like Callie and I are like on the last couple episodes of um, Seven Deadly Sins. And the way that series is composed story-wise is really great. I mean, there's it's like there's so many things that, you know, I, I think honestly most manga builds better lore than anything Americans can build. But they don't have to like pound you over the head with all this stuff you have to know like surrounding it. Yeah, I can see that. Or, or just like some creative things. It's like you have the seven deadly sins, but then there's a group, the Ten Commandments. Or like, you know, they incorporate King Arthur into the story and Merlin. Yeah, that was a, that was a surprise, honestly. I'm only a couple seasons in. I'm not, I haven't finished it yet, but it's on the list. Yeah, it, it's one of the, I think the only thing that really bothers me is because there was like the first few seasons. I, don't, I forgot which seasons, but then it was like at a certain point they switched anime studios or animation studios. Mm-hmm. And then for like the last couple seasons, they like switched again. <laughs> like another studio took over. I'm, I'm, I'm getting sick of that. I don't like the variation in animation. It's, it's annoying. Yeah. I noticed that when I was, uh, chewing through all of, uh, attack on Titan, the animation shifts and the over-reliance on the 3d stuff. Oh, I haven't watched that yet. Oh, it's dude. It is really good. Like I, I kind of fell off when I when it initially came out. I fell off like in the second season. I was like, all right, it's kind of boring. We're not really getting any answers. Have after having going back and like finishing everything that was out as of like a few weeks ago. Oh my god, it's so worth it. It's so amazing. Also, like I think the way the I think the final part is just so bizarre how they're doing it because they're like, oh, season four, part one, part two, but then they're doing like, oh. <laughs> part two part one like, season four part one part two final chapter <laughs> why because they're squeezing no it's, it's probably just a lot of plot that they have to like stretch well not stretch out but like i don't know i think it's probably because i want to keep a balance of like spreading the plot out appropriately across each episode while giving uh the viewers a, a enough of a uh, like cinematic spectacle as far as like the action sequences. Well, I, I think the industry is getting better at like, hey, we can actually pace the production of the show instead of just pumping out episodes every week to the point where we have to constantly do filler. Because mm-hmm. a lot of series are doing that. It's like, oh, okay, we did the season. Oh, it'll come back in a couple of years once <laughs> they get once further along. Ready. Yeah, I don't want more of the the whole. Uh, full metal versus uh, brotherhood kind of sequence again. It's like, oh, well, this is the anime with all the filler. Oh, well, this is the anime, like, more tied to the manga that comes out a couple years later, and you got to rewatch the whole series, essentially. Yeah, because, I mean, they've been doing that with some series where it's like, oh, we're doing the, like, the manga itself, no filler. Mm-hmm. Or it's like how uh, Fruits Basket did it, because they, they did, like, a one-season anime, like, during its product, during, like, its publishing run. Mm-hmm. And then, like in 2019, they're like, "Okay, we're we're redoing the whole series this time," because like the one season was like up to a certain point, and then it was done. They never revisited it. And this one was like, "Oh, here's the entire story, and it's like 64 episodes." But yeah, that whole uh, <laughs> part four, season four, part one, <laughs> part three, chapter four, episode nine, double backflip. <laughs> I don't know. It's just also. I think there's just there's just too many options to watch. Like, I don't have enough time in my day to consume all the things I want to consume, and it's not fair. Mm-hmm. This is why I'd say I'd totally be down with immortality. You know how many things I could watch? 
I could watch all the things. That's what, dude. This I have this conversation with everyone. When like you know how people bring up the the the, the conversation like, oh man, if you could have any blah 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 whatever, be like immortality, easy. No, like no no question. That's all I want. And they're like, you really want to suffer through life forever? And I'm like, dude, you have you have no idea how much shit you get to see. Like, all of it is the answer. I could spend ten years as a doctor if I really wanted to. The things you could do. See, people think small because it's like they don't really do anything anyway. So they're like, this this would be my life. Nah, dude, the things I could do. You could get a thousand different doctorates. Right. <laughs> and you could. I could get halfway through one piece. You Halfway? <laughs> you, could, you could build a financial empire, then crash it for fun and do it again. Oh, yeah, you could. You have all of time, man. I could get to the 1,000th season of The Simpsons. Oh, God. Where it's beamed directly into your brain, no TV. (laughs) You're watching Simpsons while you sleep. You dream about it now. That's how the show continues. Oh, man, my dog woke me up, and I missed half of the episode last night, bro. Can you catch me up on it? Yeah, sure, no problem. Plugs a jack into your brain. I think one area, though, that is wild that can be passive and active at the same time, but not like whether or not that works for you just depends on the person is music. Mm -hmm. Like I could actively listen to like specific albums and artists, but then again, I could just throw on a playlist and I'd be cool with it. Though hyper consumption with that is a little too easy. Yeah. Like that's why um, a lot of um, music criticism gets a bad rap these days because so many things come out it's the question of have you actually sat with this long enough to make an informed decision mm-hmm. you know maybe listen to it a few times let it let it sit with you i mean i found out you know a hundred thousand new songs are uploaded to spotify every day whoa there's also just like thousands upon thousands of songs that have zero listens yeah that makes sense bunch of people uploading their stuff thinking they'll get famous oh i don't i don't understand how you have zero you don't listen to your own music my guy apparently not not even once i listen to my music all the time well does it track your own listens though yes okay so well i mean it tracks any listens because if you listen to it because it's not tied to your listener account Mm-hmm. Like your Spotify for Artists account is a completely separate thing, especially like if you're using like, and and your distributor is a different thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like they don't know it's like you in the sense that if you listen to it, it doesn't count. So you know how people were buying up a shit ton of GPUs for like uh, crypto mining. You know they create giant farms. Yeah, I remember well, that. Why don't people buy up like a shit ton of very cheap OSs, right, and then just farm plays on their own music on spotify Bot farming's already a thing and it, it's actually very detrimental and you can also like get your stuff removed for it got it got him wow yeah people people do bot plays all the time but it's okay. like yeah it, it, it's a problem dude there there's even a there's even a whole issue with like fake artists on spotify <laughs> wait what yeah it was i forgot what the label was called but it, it was a it was a big problem in the lo-fi scene where there's this one label just pumping out just a bunch of like, you know, this, these ghost producers submit music and they create all these fake profiles and have all these fake listens. And it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. But yeah, you know, bots is a thing, but also like fake artists is a thing. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, there's also, I mean, there's also like, 
there's groups out there like in other countries where they have i i saw it there was um you could like pay companies to like comment and on like posts and stuff like that oh and you yeah. just see an entire wall of like iphones and ipads with all the apps open mm-hmm. but yeah there's a hundred thousand songs uploaded every single day to spotify you gotta think man like the the overseas like co- corporations doing that you know selling uh comments and posts and blah 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 whatever the hell and like views and listens i their enterprise wouldn't be there if there was some merit to it so the funny thing is is like despite that people don't have successful careers from it Hmm. well define success so they don't actually legitimately grow their platforms because well there is also the thing where um Spot, I, Instagram catches on if you get spammed. Mm-hmm. Like they have that built in, and I think some other places are doing it too. But it's like if you just see out of nowhere someone with all this engagement, but you don't really see any results from it. Like it's like they're not actually like people aren't actually like if you get bot plays, no one's actually listening to their music, so they don't get any opportunities to play anywhere. You know, no one's actually like actively engaging with it. Mm-hmm. It's just they think it works. That's why they make money. It's, it's just essentially a scam that works well on people who are any, who are naive. Well, you don't think that it would um, push you push you further up in an algorithm to get you noticed by like actual listeners? But to me, it doesn't sound any different than like advertising. It depends on the platform. Like I said, Instagram. If you get spammed, they will actually like th- you'll get shadow ban. Hmm. As far as Spotify is concerned, there are people who do kind of control that. Mm-hmm. like editorial playlists like there are people who decide who goes on an editorial playlist or or we found out on tiktok there's literally a person who has a go viral button on the other side wow like literally can like oh this post is gonna go like it'll push it <laughs> i want to be that person yeah there are there are people who decide that <clears throat> that, that is my aspiration in life i want to be the guy with the go viral button yeah, it's kind of wild how it works because like everyone found out about it and they're like, "Oh, that makes sense." Yeah, I want that to be my career, and I want to be good at it and successful at it, and I want to uh, squirrel away all my money. And then the week that I decide to stop, I'm gonna hit the go viral button and all the dumbest content ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, it it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't really work out to anybody's favor because, like, most of the successful people is a lot of organic engagement. Mm-hmm. Especially because a lot of the platforms, it's like you can tell you can tell what what's a bot and what isn't. Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't really ever help many people in the long run because if you need that, then it's like you don't really have what it takes to actually maintain your career. Because when you actually have to show and prove, it's like, oh, you know, you don't have any team behind you to help you with anything, right? But yeah, yeah, dude, that's just, it's just, that's why it's like hard for me. It's like, there's so many, like, I could just become friends with so many artists and it's hard to keep up with all the stuff that they come out with, let alone stuff that I already listen to. And it's funny because it's like, they always say that it's like, you know, once you, I think once you hit your thirties, it's like, you don't seek out new things, especially in music. And I'm like, I'm listening to new stuff all the time. It's hard not to. Yeah. I, mm, 
I was gonna I was gonna say I don't agree with the generalization that you don't seek out new things in your thirties, but everyone I know that is is counter that is probably just an edge case anyways. I'm I'm sure the vast majority of people don't seek out anything new in their thirties. Oh well, yeah, well yeah, no, they they actually they, like they've done studies on it and it's mm-hmm. like the likelihood that you'll want to check out something new goes down. And I was like, Oh, I mean I guess that makes sense, but it's like no, I can't. I gotta listen to new things. There's so many cool things that come out. Even there's there's like old things I can read, like I can discover that I didn't just ha- I just happened to you know pass by me. There's too much art in the world. I can't consume it all. Too much art, not enough time. Too much labor. Need to crack the code, man. Need to become immortal. <laughs> consume all the things endlessly. And if I and if I get really and if I get bored of it, I'll just walk into the sun. <laughs> uh, walk. That's I think that's the funniest part of that. I'm gonna walk into the sun. I mean the the gravity will you know will violently will drag you into it. Like, <laughs> this man said walk. <laughs> I saw this one thing where it's talking about um. I think it was saying somebody's like, you've never seen a poor vampire. It's like, if you spend that long on Earth and you're not rich, just walk into the sun. <laughs> yeah, no, that that gravity is rough. I want to see the rich vampire's brokerage account. <laughs> I want to see how he did it. <laughs> well, on that note, I think we can end this episode. It's the first time in a long time we've been consistent in recording. We actually had a second week in a row with this one. Yeah. And that doesn't happen all too often. But it'll happen more often. Yeah, it's going to be more consistent. You got your Sundays off, man. Oh, weekends is so nice. You'll have three-day weekends soon. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. It's going to be great. All right, everybody. If you want to follow us on other areas of the interweb, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at PNTS Pod. If you'd like to follow what I do individually, I produce and release music under the alias Boutique Paul. And with my new schedule, I'm going to start really dropping stuff i got too much stuff i gotta release and to follow me and all you know and all those adventures you can find me on facebook instagram twitter and tiktok at btq paul and if you'd like to hear me ramble about movies you can listen to my show the k-cut which drops a new episode every tuesday usually we've been trying to get more consistent because we haven't been consistent more consistent than this show but less consistent than usual and all those socials are the k-cut and yeah you can find Greg by looking up as I'm walking into the sun. <laughs> as the sun. <laughs> Greg is the sun. Yeah. Like the <laughs> I'm the sun baby. <laughs> <laughs> You're the lion sin of pride, Escanor. Oh god. <laughs> Alright everybody. That's the show for today. And as I always like to say, collaboration breeds community. Stay hustling, stay hydrated. Peace. <laughs>